0: hello everyone welcome to the total football podcast we're delighted to have you here this is episode number seven of the topic review before we start i'd like to uh welcome all the people that are part of this topic review please welcome alex and hello alex how are you
1: hello, Matt. hello to everyone watching
0: we also have eduardo hello eduardo
2: hey, hey to all the viewers
0: and we have the man, the myth, the legend, Ali. Hello, how are you? I'm
3: good, thanks, man. I'm good. Uh, let's get cracking and have another great episode, Lance.
0: Yes, yes, indeed, indeed. Okay, in this episode, we're going to talk about the potential creation of the Beneliga, which is a concept which Edo will kind of introduce uh, to you, if you don't know what it is,
2: Edo, start the top. Yeah, as Matt said, this is a concept of a possible unification of the Belgian Pro League and the Dutch Eredivisie. Um, on Tuesday, some top teams from the Belgian League voted in favour of this concept. And so far, I believe that there is 25 teams that are in favour of the Benin Liga.
0: Yeah, it's not the kind of a brand new idea. Obviously, in the 90s, the, this kind of merge was discussed before, but now the plans have been revert, re, revitalized after sparks of real interest uh, were formed from the Belgian team. And this is not this is not the first example of such a league. Uh, this uh, kind of Beneliga exists for women's football, if I believe correctly. Mm-hmm. If not, please correct me and also it's an ever-present part of other disciplines, such as the Beneliga Ice Hockey uh, League and the Beneliga Handball uh, League. Um, Alex, why don't you tell Mm -hmm. us about some positives about this kind of uh, unification as Edo called it? Okay,
1: yeah. Some positives I think would be if all the top teams from the Belgian and Dutch League combined, more, they'll have more money. So they, I think they can um, have more money. So we saw Ajax um, two seasons ago, they made it to the semi-final and then they lost half of their players. So I think this is a good idea to retain those key players and make it into a like fighting and competitive league.
0: Yeah, certainly. Uh, I think the main kind of positive and the main kind of talking point about why this is a good thing is just to that it will close the gap between the uh, Belgian and Dutch uh, division uh, and football in general with the other top five leagues, which are just a powerful kind of uh, power horses in Europe and in the footballing world as well. Edo, why don't you uh, talk about, you know, you're kind of our stats person and you love the numbers. Why don't you don't you just introduce some of those to this uh, talk?
2: Yeah, obviously, as you know, I've already got a full list of stats right next to me. Um, for now, the Belgian League and the Eredivisie each make 80 million per season from broadcasting rights and you know tv rights 80 million each and from the unification of the league they have the potential to make as a whole 400 million per season which is a massive massive jump
0: interesting i i i while doing the research i saw that it the numbers and the amount of uh, money that would be potentially uh, in this competition is kind of similar to just below league now so mm-hmm. i think that Point of closing the gap as well. It's something that is very good for the, uh for both nations as well. Ali, um, I'd like to talk to you about the competitive uh, aspect of this league. You know, it could potentially bring some new rivalries, rivalries, and uh, potentially have so we we have some lovely fixes. You know. And the leg facing Ajax and the big teams as well, or Perimpaine mm-hmm. against, um, or Azzet, uh I don't know, Azad facing uh, uh, Club Rouge, sorry, uh, or Brugge, if you like. So talk to me about some positive aspect and that competitive nature of the league.
3: I mean, when you have great rivalries, you're going to automatically gain spectators. I mean, um, not, there's no denying that the Dutch league does have talent there, just probably hasn't reached the the spectators that it should. And maybe by combining the the Belgium league as well, will not just, you know, increase rivalries and quality of football. It will just attract spectators and will, you know, will help teams develop, uh, get to this, you know, get to the the level they would like to be. And, you know, be compared to other teams across, not just Europe, but around the world.
2: Yeah, Um, Yeah. Obviously, this all interlinks together, you know. To, if they have those players with the high amount of money, they can keep the players, you know, bring in viewers. More money comes in, then they buy better players. And it all goes around in a circle, pretty much. Um, I just wanted to mention, you know, Genk or Ghent. Um, but <laughs> Belgian, I love Belgian... League talents have come out, such as Milinkovic, Savage, uh, Kulebali, I believe, Kevin De Bruyne. So it would be, you know, fantastic to see some of those clubs actually get to keep the players in the future.
0: Yeah, also, Victor o- Osman was in another team, which I can't remember because the Sha- Belgian names are just... Sha- no, it Sha-
2: wasn't... Sha-Leo, Sha-Leo. I don't know how to pronounce it, I'm very sorry. Um, <laughs>
0: we, will, we
2: will write it over here, the name of the club.
0: Um, over indeed, here. indeed. And if you're listening to the podcast, we're so deeply sorry. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And, yeah, also, linking back to Ali's point, I'm sorry, I think uh, the the amount of spectators, you know, uh, the amount of people watching uh, the Dutch League, the Eredivisie, and also the Jupiler League, I think it's called. Yeah, Jupiler
2: Pro League, yeah.
0: Jupiler Pro League, yeah, I forgot that, I remembered has dramatically lowered in the past decades because uh, young, young, especially the young people, uh, tend towards uh, eSport, which is quite interesting. You know, we saw the Feyenoord kids from Nor- uh, no, Norway, the Netherlands, I beg my pardon. The Netherlands, he's doing an amazing uh, stuff, being unbeaten and people, young people just yeah. enjoy content like that, you know? I can't remember his name, but yeah, he's, yeah. People just seem to enjoy esport e- now, tend to go to that route. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the re- re- revitalization of that kind of uh, competition will bring people from Belgium and Holland, but also from all around the world. It would it like to watch um, yeah, some big teams play against each other, you know?
2: Also, Matt, you know, some other positives from the Belgian Pro League side. They said that the Beneliga would provide financial stability to some of the teams that are not able to actually make that league, um, which kind of could be a negative, but we'll get onto that later once we start exploring all of the negatives. Another thing I wanted to talk about is actually we've seen um, the Netherlands and Belgium actually collaborate before in Euro 2000, which was actually pretty successful. Oh,
0: interesting. I didn't know that.
2: Mm, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Also, if you know, we're talking about the top teams, but I think uh, a lot of players, if the Bina Liga existed, would look at the likes of Heron Bain because they would they would be up for the challenge to face such a more competitive league. You know, it's not just the mm. top teams who would like to play there. You know, the lower teams, the players who are capable of playing for the lower lower the in that kind of division they would be up to the challenge because they're hungry and they're definitely determined to um, to show what they've got you know it's a brand new thing so there'd be a lot of people watching and <laughs> if they can showcase their talent and skill uh they can potentially advertise themselves pretty well and uh, potentially create a, a new group or it's,
3: it's, it's a big opportunity for those young players uh, who are who are striving to get to the best of clubs around the world I mean by having this interlink, uh, interlink with these leagues this can you know uh, this can get these young players you know noticed and attracted around different you know countries and different clubs around the world and you know this will be you know a, a great opportunity to you know show you know the best from the Dutch and the Belgium League. I mean, we've talked about the likes of Kevin De Bruyne, who right now, I mean, he's been the best player in the Premier League for the last, I would say, three seasons, no denying that. And I mean, if, you know, I'm pretty sure there are, you know, several talents like him just, you know, haven't had the opportunity to to have the exposure and go to the likes, you know, and, and, and have the opportunities like, you know, like the players of Kevin De Bruyne. Ali, it's interesting you
2: mentioned that because obviously we might find actually some talents in smaller teams because, you know, we turn on the Eredivisie and we might watch Ajax against a smaller team and we don't necessarily watch it because of the smaller team and this actually leads me onto a negative. Um, the creation of this bigger league will mean that many of the smaller teams will actually receive no, you know, viewers' attention. You know, the, the likes of Sparta, Rotterdam, we might not make it to the league, you know, nobody will turn on a like a Beneliga number two or the remainder of Mm -hmm. the teams, you know, no one's gonna say, Oh, I want to respond to Rotterdam, which means that some of the talents that might play for that team might not actually be discovered.
3: But don't Uh, you think I mean, but is it not fair to say that I mean there are you know, regardless, I mean, it's fair to say that like you mentioned, Matt, within the last decade, it's been a declining league, regardless. So, I mean, you're always gonna have that problem regardless. If anything despite the fact it is a disadvantage it's a disadvantage that's slowly getting better but there's only so much you could do about it in the first place though you see where i'm coming from mm. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. um so just to get alex involved more a bit uh i have a question for you um uh, mm. linking back to edo's point you know do you think that the uh Belgian Belgian Association and the Dutch Association are gambling that the big kind of matches and clashes, you know, the Ajaxes, the Anderlecht, would Mm. kind of generate enough money to kind of pour the money to trickle down to the lower kind of teams and provide more financial stability? Or do you think that it's kind of, instead of the rich giving to the poor, Essentially, the rich are going to get richer and better and stronger.
1: Yeah, I think that your second point, the, the, I think the rich are just going to get stronger. I think, from my point of view, I don't think many people are going to watch the the second divisions. I don't know how that's going to become. I think everyone's going to want to watch the IXV and Alex, the IXV PSV. And yeah, I think a bad a negative about this is that. Um, the, the derbies which exist right now. I don't I'm, is um who's Ajax's rival like derby
2: I don't know if I could tell you but I can tell you Feyenoord and Sparta Rotterdam
1: mm.
2: as so an like example. If, these,
1: if some of these teams did not make it to the Super League the the derbies won't exist anymore. So mm-hmm. some fans won't have like you know the tradition of of like watching the derby they wait for the whole year. Yeah. And it's not like the same feeling and atmosphere.
2: Also, with this league, you know, maybe lower league, it needs to be sorted out um, mm. before actually, start, which it will be sorted out because there could be, you know, let's say five Eredivisie teams, promoted, relegated. you know, it could be a mix and it could turn out that there's actually most of the Eredivisie in the Beneliga and, then, and, and the rest is not, and there's no Belgian teams in it. So
0: yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That social cultural aspect of you know the whole uh, league and kind of you know Belgium has is a very complicated country. You know, there's the French-speaking side, there's a the Flemish side, and you know there could be a divide as well um, mm-hmm. between some ideas as well, and we could potentially lose some of, that, of some of that traditional and beautiful uh, clashes, you know, and yeah. Speaking of, kind of linking back to Eduardo's point, because, you know, the numbers are confusing, you know, the whole system is confusing. This yep. league so far is full of kind of uncertainties. Um, guys, could you predict if we, if the project was to be kind of verified and granted, uh, when would we see the birth and the first season of the Beneliga? Yeah, um
2: from what i've seen 2025 because that's when i just i've seen that date on a lot of articles that yeah. i've read and it's also when both the belgian pro league and the Eredivisie and the tv right sponsorships
0: okay okay so a fresh start a fresh page that seems very reasonable thank you yeah. for that insight edo um also uh continuing with the negatives another talking point that's been huge and it's kind of been one of the biggest kind of weird negatives that were that I talked about a lot is the distance, the amount of distance that teams would travel, which um, I don't know. I don't personally agree with because, you know, in teams like Italy, you know, Cagliari, I believe they're in Sardinia, which is a separate island, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, for me, that is, this is like a really bad excuse for this creation of that league uh, because everything there, you would travel just uh, everything in the joint lands and you just have to travel by coach or by plane if you want to, or by train. I don't think it's a huge um, issue, but some people are saying that, yes, it is a huge issue, You know, we have to consider the fans as well. They will have to travel a lot and that economic kind of change but yeah um what do you guys think do you think it's a bit of a stretch or is it a real kind of issue this i
2: think there's two sides to this um obviously we see another top five leagues um you have and down the southampton to Newcastle is 520 kilometers and you know in many top five leagues those long ways you know you're, you're gonna have to have them if you want to have a big league but the negative thing is that you know belgian and dutch fans you know they might have never been to the other country so totally new experience new journey new everything um so yeah
3: i mean yeah. Uh, we see i mean you see the likes of uh the mls and I, i've talked to eva about this previously and how um uh, recently, I was watching an interview about Thierry Henry and obviously how there was the COVID pandemic and how he wasn't able, um, he was coaching Montreal, I believe, which is a Canadian team, but contributes yeah. in the MLS, which is, as we all know, is an American, um, American-based league. See, it was interesting and in how he was talking about the travelling. As it was, it was long. It was long going to, to different cities, Um, different states in America it was was very tiring not even um, including the pandemic itself it was very very tiresome and it was a different experience for those type of players and that could be you know for for players that are even entering that that new league they could be like you know I mean it it could be a psychological factor where it, it becomes mentally and physically draining for players to be traveling back and forth back and forth I mean for instance, we have a uh, top teams such as Ajax who regularly compete in European competitions. I mean, that means there could be you know a possibility where you know you have three games in a space of a week, which is possible. And that means, you know, possibly speaking, you could play one game home, one game away to to another European country, and then train for one day and then go. To Belgium, for example, it could be quite tiring and you know draining for a player. I must say.
2: No, yeah, of course Ali, you're right. Um, it's just something that they would have to get used to, if they really wanna, you know, complete this project.
0: Okay, guys. Oh. Uh, thank you for this point. Just to sorry to cut you off there, though. Um, <laughs> uh, so good. Just to ca- cap off uh this topic, I'm going to ask kind of a general question and uh, each of you are hopefully going to answer and produce an exceptional uh, response. So it's quite, it's a bit of a loaded question. There are two parts to it, but the question is, sounds like this. Do you personally believe in the Benelux, and are you yay? Do you think it's a good thing, a yay or a nay? Do you think it's a bad uh, idea to unify those two countries? And second question, uh, kind of part to this question: Who do you think benefits more? Is it the Belgium? Is it Belgium or is it Holland, the Netherlands? Alex, I'll go last
2: you... on this one. I'll go last.
0: Okay, Alex, go for it. Sorry. <laughs>
1: um, I see why not. Why I can't become a league? You see in the women's football. I don't know if it's successful or not, but happened that they've been playing I think for two three seasons now so yeah I think if it does happen it will be this to your second question now I think you'll be in favor more to the Netherlands side because the area of has always been I think the sixth or seventh league after the top five so including more teams such, such as Bruges Ghent and more other teams it will Become more interesting as a whole.
0: Okay, interesting point of view there, Ali. Uh, talk to me, please. Uh, tell me what, what what's your opinion? <laughs> uh,
3: I must say I agree with um, Alex completely. Um, I mean, I just you know, in every you know in every process, there's gonna be disadvantages and advantages. However, if we want to see elevation with this league, like Alex said maybe they can even break through these top five leagues. It has to happen, I think. I, I don't think, I don't see it as any way around it. There needs to be elevation, an elevation rule soon. And, um, you know, to not just attract spectators um, to, to watch games uh, in, 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 in the Belgium and Dutch league, but for it to be a serious, respected league. I mean, personally speaking, I, with, with all due respect I, I see it as a, as a joke a joke of a league I don't feel like you know there's a big you know um respect towards it I mean if we were to 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 see these teams play in in European level I just I just wouldn't respect the opposition side regardless and I feel like if that that level of respect, and the level of elevation for them to to be a league where, you know, where they achieve revenue, where they attract really good quality players, where they start competing in the tops of, you know, top levels. This has to happen, despite the disadvantages that come its way.
0: Okay, interesting. Edo, I'm going to leave you last because you asked for it. Uh, I'm just going to give my opinion. Uh, Personally... You might be surprised, my dear listeners and my dear uh, watchers. I don't know, just viewers—that's the word. Uh, But I'm actually against this uh, Beneliga creation. Well, I know, shocking, (laughs) but I think, uh, I think it's like communism. It's a very good, it's a very good idea, but the application, I think, it's not there. You know. I, I think it would fail. You know, we have so many European spots uh, for the Dutch, for the for that Holland and Belgium have, mm-hmm. and I think that it's it's like five for each or four for each. So I think five. Yeah, thank thank you, Eduardo. And I think with if we unified those two leagues, I think it'd be super kind of unfair, but also just. I think it would cause a lot of tension if a if they strip down uh, the amount of, team, of the amount of teams that go through to that European competition. Also, I think this if the Bene Liga was created, it would it would be something it would be basically the start, the building block of uh basically the potential start of the Europa elite league. You know, the Liverpools, the cities the Manchester United, the Bayern Munich, I think that'd be the first kind of experimental league which would be created without, with like one, like the country, country country-wise, multiple countries joining and becoming an alliance and joining the one big league. And I think it'd be like the birth of, I think it'd be killing the kind of traditional game and I think the change would be very bad for the smaller teams but I can agree that obviously uh, it's promising for young players I'm sorry I keep on rambling about but I think um, it gives a good opportunity for the young players you know I think uh, especially the academies I think they would have the potential to really look closely at their players how they develop and for the national teams, they, I think the quality, which is already there, it would increase hugely because they would be training and progressing in their home, home soil, at, at their home. And yeah, I think it'd be kind of, everyone would be closer if obviously people believe in it and that it's competitive and that they believe that it's a big next big thing and people stay and create this thing but that's off for me. It's a no for me. It's a good idea, but it could result pretty badly for the football in general.
1: Uh, just, Matt, talking about your point, don't you think teams such as Ajax, PSV, Bruges, they will never elevate to become a top team? and They'll all just stay mediocre in a way, and they'll never uh, like push for a Champions League. Like we're seeing Ajax... From time to time, they're making Champions League semi-finals. Now quarter-final for Liverpool, but it's not consistent. Like, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yes, yes. Uh, good point. Uh, while we were talking, I was thinking about it, and I was thinking, would we guys? Would you? Would we actually watch all of the games? Like, would we wanna watch? And even under, like, against, I don't know. Club Bruges do we do we watch them like now Mm. right do we watch would would we watch them like if Ajax were playing I know know you watch the L D V Z, so like sometimes uh, so obviously you're you're a bit different you're a bit special (laughs) Uh, a special (laughs) case in this uh, (laughs) obviously in a positive way yeah of course Uh, but yeah would we would we actually watch it and would we see the change in revenue that significant uh, I don't know but yeah, I think it would the the matches would stay mediocre, as you said, Alec, and that's a very good point. Edo, ask to you please end this well <laughs> please yeah, end um, this. I allow you to end this uh, conclude the whole episode
2: where stuff even the outro.
0: No, you can do that. I'm complete. not gonna steal it from you. <laughs> you can do it if you
3: want. <laughs> I just wanna say we've been waiting for his for his interpretation on the league for for time, so this better be good, though.
2: <laughs> I mean, you guys pretty much stole all my points from me. Oh everything that all of you were gonna say, I was gonna say it. But personally, I don't wanna see it happen because I enjoy watching the Eredivisie, and why do I enjoy it? Because I can see stuff that's different from other leagues. I don't wanna see. It. A teams like Man City splashing so much cash, bringing in all of the foreign players, you know, I like seeing those Ajax academy players playing well, and, and I like those matchups that might be actually under very underrated. Um, but on the other side, this actually might be very good for the leagues because, as you guys are saying, they can elevate and get to that next level and maybe become one of Europe's top five leagues. Um, who I think it would benefit most is Belgium because Ajax and PSV, you know, both of them this season playing in Europa League, they can actually bring in some money for the, for the Netherlands while we don't actually see many Belgian teams playing in Europe. So, yeah, those are my views. Um, hope it doesn't happen also because of the project, that, the project of the UEFA Super League, you know, I would not want to see that. So, hopefully the Benelica doesn't happen as well.
3: Um, I mean guys I, I don't think we've you know purely thought about the fans perspective on this I mean if we were you know uh, a, a club Bruges supporter or a Ajax supporter I wonder how they would think because I mean maybe um in the perspective of the top Dutch sides such as Ajax they might be like bring it on new competition more revenue more success for the club brilliant however maybe you know you know there could be uh, as mentioned before a lack of tradition and you know there are you know many supporters that are you know that love the leaf from you know you know d- due to the purity and the originality and how you know starting from the the base and you know gradually you know going to the top and maybe that m- might actually lose you know maybe the Dutch and the and the Belgian, league might lose that uniqueness that had you know the unique aspect that has of being you know you know a, you know having teams that have had history in european competitions before and you know aren't as successful now but they build great players with great prospects and futures yeah, um,
2: yeah, wonderful, Ali, wonderful hand signs as well, hand gestures, that was really interesting. Yeah, I just wanted to communicate to them. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, certainly I agree with you.
0: Obviously, guys, if you are or you know someone who's a supporter of any team in either Belgium or the Netherlands, please let us know on this YouTube uh in your comment section down below or just talk to us and contact us through our Instagram uh, we, we will probably uh, update you we have a update if this thing moves on if the Beneliga becomes a reality we will update you so please stay notified and, and yeah if, if you'd like to appear as a I don't know an Eredivisie club fan or a uh, Jupiter Pro League uh, fan of the club uh then yeah please contact us through our instagram and we'd love to uh hear your thoughts um, and yeah edo do the outro please i'd love to hear you do the outro. <laughs> i give it to you all
2: right thank you matt um thank you to everyone that's watching um obviously thank you alex for participating
1: thank you thank you to everyone watching
2: thank you matt for participating
1: thank
0: you au revoir <laughs>
3: Thank you, Ali, for your wonderful hand, gestures. <laughs> what can I say? I'm one of the kind. Of... Thank you, Abel. Thank
0: you. Great stuff,
2: guys. Um, this was our Beneliga. We talked about the positives and the negatives. And uh, kind of overview. Um, this will be up... If I say tomorrow, they're not, not going to know what tomorrow is. <laughs> this will be That's up... Yeah, but they don't know what... Yeah, the 20th of March, hopefully. As soon as um, possible as soon as possible <laughs> um thank you so much for joining us uh, please like the video subscribe to our channel and we'll catch you in the next one peace